Welcome to the Stories We Don't Tell. I'm Stephen. I'm Joey. And I'm Paul. And this is a podcast about storytelling. Should we like open this like it's a show? Hi, it's a show. Sure. It's a, it's a, this is the, this is, isn't this the Stories We Don't Tell podcast? Yeah, if you're here for a different show, you're on the wrong show. So it's the wrong, it's, you're in the wrong place. Yeah. But you might as well stay since you're here now. Welcome. We're in the right place. I'm Stefan. I'm not Paul. <laughs> and, and I'm not Joey. I think, th- I think our listeners can figure that one out. I think they're going to make, th- I think that one's going to work. Uh, what's, what are we doing today? What is this episode all about? It's a special one-off. So it's a, it's a one-in-one on workshops. Okay, was that dinging intentional? Because if not, that was the most perfect time ding I have ever heard. You guys can hear it for sure. One of my neighbors, and I've heard this now when we've been talking, this is probably like the fourth time I've heard it. And I, every time I'm like, what the fuck is, what, what is that? But you heard it. And so it, I'm going to say it was on purpose, even though I have nothing to do with it. So basically, um, we, are, we are going to... Um, start to do some uh, remote workshops, um, like uh, to kind of continue on with things like we did before. Um, we were uh, all kind of locked down in our in our places. So uh, what we would usually do is we take the summer off uh, with events uh, from events, anyways. But we usually would like to still get together and do workshops and things like that. But maybe we should sort of back up and Stefan, maybe you can talk about what were the very, they weren't really workshops, there were more meetings at the uh, famous Toronto Reference Library. Yeah. Where this all started, how this started, and then we'll get into, so I guess I should say, this is like going to be sort of a tool that we want to use uh, when we do the workshops we can kind of say, hey, do you want to understand what this is and what kind of happens? We're going to go through all of that. But uh, where did this all start? Paul and I and Brianne, uh, largely due to Brianne, who we mentioned on the podcast before, had started a workshop or a, or a writing group called Let's Get Personal, which began the, which which was based around the idea of getting personal in essay writing. So there was a prompt and then you could write about that, but you also could write one of your own. And then we would sit in, honestly, usually one half of a table while the other half like was trying to do math homework. And we would just be telling very deep personal stories about our lives. And then they would be trying not to get distracted and doing their math homework. And this was our, uh, our, our agreement with the Toronto Reference Library while we did these, these, these meetings. They were, uh, well, we did them actually for many years, but for a year before we started the show. And it, it was our beginning of our experience, at least my experience of being sort of providing feedback, listening to people's stories and, and workshopping stories. And, and so that's sort of how it began. It is what became the, the, the model for what the workshops we then used. And the workshops then were of course, you know, leading up to a event, but, you, that, that's not necessary, right? We can, you can just workshop stories leading up to anything. And so I think that's sort of what we're looking at now. To me, to, before you can expand and kind of bring other people into the kind of thing you're doing, I, I always feel it's important to really kind of explore 
yourself and your own work and as much as you can in order to then when you know you expand and you bring other people in um you can just speak from experience of like trying different things and and all of that kind of stuff so when we started the event we figured okay let's kind of keep this going to help develop the stories and we basically it's been the same more or less from the beginning we do two workshops for each event joey what was because you came in um when did you start it was a few years ago now the, the yeah. main question is did we offer you brunch because no. that's what i was no i was gonna get so <laughs> post brunch and uh and yeah so i came to a workshop um and i guess the only person that i really kind of knew i mean i guess paul i had met you before um but i knew i knew Stefan, and other than that i didn't know who was going to be there um and uh but it is it's sort of it's both it's both um heartening and odd to have it be in someone in someone's uh house but very quickly it becomes clear that this is uh you know a good group of people who are uh thoughtful and interested to just really kind of usher you into a, a the best possible telling of the story that you can that you have i know we'll get into what because there's two workshops usually before each event and I know we'll get into what each one is, but I remember showing up to the first one already having written the story. Mm. Um, although I then ended up rewriting it um, based on some some good feedback. Originally, at the start, uh, the best way to make people feel comfortable is food, right? So right. we would uh, the workshop. We would we would make like the eggs and the we do usually have bacon or something like that. And then we asked everybody to bring just one thing, a brunch thing. And then we would all sit around and we would eat and we would kind of talk and then we would slowly move into the stories. And it's yeah. great. It's fantastic. But it was like way to 10 hours. Yeah, it was forever. And, and also when we lost, uh, when we lost, when we stopped because Brand moved. And so we only had two of us to make all the food um, or bring something. Which then, yeah, it, the whole thing was took. It took legitimately like six hours. It was your entire Saturday. So I mean, even without food, it's still like three yeah, hours. It's, it's still half a Saturday. Yeah, but just imagine yeah. before you did that, you ate an entire meal and talked for a while. Like it was a lot. Well, we're not allowed to share food anymore, so we don't have to worry about that. Right. So so then let's say so, Joey. How would you describe like you as a a you're you're somebody that is coming in cold and mm. what how would you describe what happens in the first workshop so the first workshop you just kind of have to have an idea so and even if you don't have an idea you can have a, a couple of ideas you can you can even have like a um a thought of where something can go the good news is about uh is that there's people there who very much um have good questions to ask you and to guide you i know a couple of times i've shown up and i'm I, i'll have like a very half thought out idea one that's a bit more thought out and um and and so at that first that first workshop um you have the chance to really kind of talk through it uh especially if you don't have anything written down and and because there's no reason to have anything written down at that point 
talking through it is a really good way to figure out what's there. Um, you have the option to record it, you know, on your phone or whatever. You can transcribe it later, but but really, it's a good it's a good approach or it's a good opportunity to have other people just ask questions because mm -hmm. really that first time you're saying it, you're saying a story to a group of people who don't necessarily know that piece of information about your life. Um, and they're going to ask you key pieces to really get to the bottom of the story. So say you completely forget to talk about time or like what, uh, like maybe something, maybe there's something, I don't know why I'm thinking this, whatever, maybe something, the smell of whatever the story, like in the room at the time comes up, like there's going to be a lot of questions that'll gear or guide the path. And that's well, really helpful. And, and I, I think we, we could say like, it's, it's bring any, like wherever you are, is that some people, like you said, come in with an idea, come in with a few ideas with the hope that by the end of that workshop, they kind of have one that they're going to focus on. And some people like you, you said with yourself is that you came in with a piece written. And we, I, I would say we get really, really lucky with the people that come to participate because I th I don't want to speak for for everybody here, but it's always so great when you know we're kind of facilitators. But it's always great when it just becomes a discussion. Like, and they're strangers a lot of times, but people are really listening to each other, and they seem very engaged in in the stories in a very respectful way, and just like they're curious most of the time. So that is just really a big part of that first workshop i think is just kind of like discussing and like kind of going through it and and bouncing it yeah. off other people I, mean, I feel like it helps you realize what is inherently interesting about your story like i think a lot of the time you come to something you're like ah this and then everyone's like wait what about that one part of that thing that seems weird uh, I want to know more about that thing. And then, and then you start packing, and then you end up accidentally saying another thing, and, there, and then people are like, wait, what about that thing? And you, get, you start tumbling down this, this experience, and you suddenly realize, like, oh, this is actually way more interesting than I thought. Because, like, your life is not, at least for many people, your life is more interesting than you think. <laughs> because everything is normal for you versus everything being totally different for the people. So, like, I do find that often happens where you're like, you, they say something, someone says some part of a story, and then you get interested in a little bit of it, and then you start following it down, and it becomes like, you know, then, you, then, then what you end up with is a story. You're like, oh, that whole thing, wow. Mm -hmm. And this, this, this exact example you're giving, Stefan, happened with a story I told recently with that fruit picking mm. story, where I came to a workshop and was like, I have ideas, I don't know. Here's like, do you guys want to hear about a bunch of jobs I quit? And like, everything was sort of boring, and then I started sort of unveiling this fruit picking story, which involved like, you know, uh, tree jizz, I believe it was called, uh, stuff falling in the eyes from the tree and things. But <laughs> suddenly in talking about this one little moment, everybody was interested and wanted to know more. And so that's one of the, the beautiful things that can happen. And it can really only happen when you've got people to bounce those ideas off of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, um, I think then, we people go away hopefully they have that idea or they like got a focus and then stefan what what would you say um happens 
when people come into the second workshop? Well, I can say what we ask uh, for, which is usually what happens, I guess. Um, so the idea is that you leave the first one with at least some direction. You go away, you write something out. Uh, hopefully constructed enough that when you come back the second time, you have a story. And it, it may not be the fit it will very likely not be the finished version it will likely still be maybe rough or or an edges or something like that but you have something written down and the key there is that it is so much easier to provide feedback to a written down story especially in structure you know like obviously if you're trying to write something long or whatever you need uh you need more than just two workshops of reviews to to, to come up with something but given our structure when you know you're only it's only 1200 words 300 words approximately and so sort of you you, cut, you leave the first one with an idea you come to the second one with it with some structure and then we're able to give some more specific feedback like this is the time where you're able to sort of be like hey that middle paragraph should be somewhere else or honestly the most common one which we've said forever uh, on this on this on this podcast is like hey you know how you have like about 400 word paragraph at the end of this story that just describes what you mean by the whole story put that in the middle of the story like end the story when it ends uh which is the most common feedback in the second second but it's really just about taking the 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 sort of idea now it's written in some form and then providing much more specific feedback still asking questions still trying to get at what they're trying to get at but like it becomes more structure focused and and trying to craft it into the best it can be rather than trying to tease it out, I guess is maybe how I would differentiate the two. Right. So uh, why don't I like to go th around to each of us. I'll go first so you can think about something. Uh, is that what is the one, because I almost think sometimes there's, there's kind of go-to uh, advice or a go-to tip or point that, you know, really always resonates with you and you see that more in people's stories sometimes and you're like, oh, this is a thing that we talk about. So basically, because what I wanted to do was just go, okay, let's, what are some, there are some common things that we do talk about quite a bit in terms of like the kinds of things we suggest to people and everything. And, and I always kind of like to say, we really are just, we really want the um, person who's writing the story to write their their version of their story. We're not trying to turn it into a stories we don't tell story and everything. And I kind of always look at it like we're, we just want to help guide people to find that story, whatever it, it, version of it is, is theirs. So my favorite thing is to, 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 to um, talk about with people is putting a story is the context of the story and how, um, it can really create a whole other element to the story if you just place us wherever the story is taking place, whatever is happening, that you kind of, I'm, I guess this is maybe two, but you sort of put us there with you, whatever is going on, and then we need to, it's almost like you're filling in and coloring in the context of what's happening in that story, around everything. It doesn't have to be a lot, but I like to, it, it helps me as an audience member to ground me in your story with you. I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna follow your lead, Paul, because I think I have two and not mm -hmm. just one also. Um, 
because one of them is writing and one of them is a bit more editing, but then everything becomes editing and then everything's also still writing. So, um, but one of the things is, I don't really quite mean free writing, but just like make sure you don't judge, don't edit while you're writing. Um, and so if you're really trying to fall into a moment and follow that context idea, uh, just get it all out there. And, um, and then see what's there after. And I guess that's where the editing piece comes from. Um, I'm a really big fan. Am I, am I going too far to talk about an editing piece? Okay. Uh, I'm a really, really big fan if you have access to a printer or if you've got a big enough screen that you can just play around with it that way. But um, of literally like cutting different pieces, like different paragraphs of the story, like separate them and try to order them. I find that that's actually really helpful to um, to figure out, like Stefan, you've been saying, like that piece at the end doesn't actually go at the end, it kind of goes in the middle. Um, and then that way you can actually see which pieces really belong where. Uh, I will, I guess I'll go with the, uh, one of the ones that we often say, but I think remains one of the more important ones, which is if you're, when you're trying to write something, you, you sort of, Joey, you sort of mentioned don't edit while you're writing. Um, and yeah, and I, it's funny, because I almost have two, I have two contrasting pieces of advice. The first is write everything because like that will help you in the early stages get it out, right? Like you just, sometimes you just don't know what you, you're trying to edit in your head and you just can't do it. So like the only way to get it out is to write everything, especially I would say trying to focus on specific um, pieces of it. Like if you, can, if you can describe like what a wall looks like or what the room you're in looks like, those little pieces, you may cut them later, but they can go a long way in getting people to really feel like they're there with you. And the other side of it is like, once you've done that, you have your piece, cut everything. Because like the, the, the other thing we talk about a bunch is in what's so common in early stories is that you, you think that the audience needs an insane amount of context. Um, and, and that is not the case for the story you're telling. Figure out what the story is actually about. And then we don't need to know 80% of what else you're saying. Uh, like if you are telling me a story about when you're 35, the chances are you tell me a story, but when you're 8, 15, 17, 23, and 29 are very low. Like, unless they have a very strong connection. I'm willing to be wrong, but that's my opinion. Um, and so those are my two pieces. So those are the kind of things that we would discuss uh, in, in these workshops. Now, I'm curious from the both of you, to hear from the both of you about, again, I, you know, they might, I'm sure there's a lot of things that are the same, but also, uh, with the goal of these workshops, I think, um, you know, we all also, there's a lot of different kind of goals to, uh, to me. And um, because essentially then we do the two workshops and then we have an event and people tell the story that they, you know, develop through this workshop. Um, again, I'll, uh, I'm curious to hear just sort of quickly from each of you is what, what do you think uh, like somebody comes, they're a total stranger, and they go through these workshops, and they're going to the like, what's what in your mind is kind of the goal with these workshops in the end? So, for example, I like to think of it in terms of the the show itself. Is I like to think of it like we're not uh, it to me. It helps hopefully the people that are participating and telling stories in the show. It kind of helps them 
um, hopefully feel more a part of the show. Like they have committed a certain amount of time to this now. And there's like just more that I hope they feel a part of it instead of it just being another show. And we say, yes, we want you to tell a story and they show up on the night and they tell their story and then they go home. Like hopefully um, with all this time commitment and the work that they put in to it um, with us that then at, by the end of the show, they feel happy and they are, are glad that they went through this process. So that's kind of my goal, part of, part of one of my goals with, with these workshops for, for people, for participants. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so my goals were, were almost more um, selfish. Well, my goals were one, I had one altruistic goal and one selfish goal. The, the altruistic goal was that uh, I, I wanted to help the person feel like they created a story that allowed them to feel like they were uh, conveying their own truth. You know, like I, I wanted to, for me, the whole purpose of all of this is that you're, allow, you're helping someone uh, create uh, or explain themselves uh, to the world and in a way that makes sense for them. Uh, and that allows them to sort of, like for me, maybe I'll explain this from my sense. So one of the best, uh, one of the things that has happened to me in different times of being able to tell some stories, some of them have allowed me to come to terms with parts of my past that I was sort of either ashamed of or sad about and being able to tell the story and, and to go through the process of crafting it and creating it and, and then releasing it into the world allowed me to come to terms with that experience in a way that, that I found was, uh, was profound and helped me deeply. Mm. And so I would say that is, that is at least for me, the, the main goal. Uh, the secondary goal is, you know, that they have a good story that will entertain a crowd so people keep coming to our show so we can keep doing this. But, you know, the first one is the one I like to, to highlight. I mean, in that first one too, like, cause there's another, there's another version of that, which is, that's what's, that's what we're, you know, that's the hope that that storyteller receives in the process, but, but it's also in relation to the people who get to hear the story. Um, and, you know, for lack of a cheesier way, or here's a cheesy way to say it, but it builds community. Like there's a nice, there's a nice way that, um, you know, whatever you might feel about a particular event in your life, and if, particularly if you've struggled about it, there's other people in that room who also have, or who have a similar, um, something that you describe invokes something in them and connects with them. And it's, you know, because these are stories that are not often told, uh, which is another way to say stories we don't tell. Um, there's, a, there's a nice moment in the telling of these where a lot of these gaps are bridged between different people and it it's a it's a nice uh, nice moments mm -hmm. if you want to um maybe kind of understand or you're curious about this there's two things one if you want to we have a book there's a book that we published that's full of stories that were that went through all of all went through this uh these workshops and so if you're curious about what kind of stories, you know, have gone through this process, you can uh, go to our website, go to Amazon, get ebook, get the book sent to you, all kinds of fun things. And um, the other thing is, why are we talking about this? 
That is a good question, not Paul. Oh no, you you're you're Paul. Oh, I messed that up. No, I'm not um, Joey. That's right. That's right. It's weird that I forgot my own name in relation to you being anyway. Uh, I'm not Paul. And the reason we're bringing this up is because we're going to have a virtual workshop, uh, which will basically be the same kind of thing, except we'll all be uh, in our own separate corners of the world, also called at home um, or wherever you might be able to get Wi-Fi and still stay far enough away from people. So we're going to do that. We're going to do that. And soon. Very soon. soon. And a cool thing about it is that we're so used to doing in-person uh, workshops and so you'd have to live where we live. But the cool thing about this is you can be anywhere. It's true. We have five people signed up and two of them are not in Toronto. Oh, cool. So what we're going to do is um, we'll, there should be, there'll be links and everything where you can sign up and get on the uh, list and we'll send you information about when it's going to happen and all of that kind of thing and um yeah that's it thank you for listening to our podcast visit storieswedonttell.org and like our facebook page for more information about our monthly events and for more stories check out our book available anywhere books are sold This episode of Stories and Child brought to you by... Ice cream trucks. Terrifyingly delicious.